Welcome back, everybody, to this special edition of the You Gotta Love Sport podcast. We are doing a fantasy football show today. Ryan Moffitt alongside Mark Himmelsbach. It's great to be back. It's good to be back, guys. It's uh, a great episode for you guys today. Um, it's almost that time of year, best time of the year. Uh, the pads are about to be put on, and uh, fantasy fantasy football is right around the corner. Let's jump into it right away, wasting no time. So today we have we're going to list our top twenty player rankings for fantasy football at the quarterback, wide receiver, and running back positions, and then we'll list uh, some sleepers for you guys, some guys that we're staying away from, and and we'll tell you some some players who we think can can surprise people and and maybe potentially be be some league winners here. Oh yeah. Um. So I, I'll start today. We're gonna to start with quarterbacks. Um, first of all, we we kind of made these rankings based on a PPR league, and we're kind of we probably think like a twelve man league, which is kind of the standard these days. Um, so especially when you're thinking about the quarterback position, uh, you're looking at our top twelves are basically players we probably think are gonna be starters for your teams. But um, thirteen through twenty are definitely players that could step into a a main QB one role in your team this year. Um, so I'll, I'll start out here. I'll go 20 through 20 to 15 here um, for my rankings at number 20. I have Cam Newton, 19, Ryan Tannehill, 18, Philip Rivers, 17, Drew Locke, 16, Kirk Cousins, and 15, Jared Goff. Um, so just to think about those guys quick, you know, Cam Newton, I think um, he'll have a bounce back season now. Uh, after his first year in New England, but I mean, I still don't think he'll be a starter for a fantasy team this year. Um, I think we have to see him for a year and see how he does there. And New England's offense obviously doesn't have a lot of weapons this year. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Ryan Tannehill, uh, obviously that offense down in Tennessee has kind of run first. I'd be worried about starting him week, week after week in fantasy. Um, I don't think he's a QB one this year. Phillip Rivers, uh, Although he throws a lot of touchdowns, he also throws a lot of interceptions, and he's getting up there in age, so new offense. I think you'll be able to start him a couple weeks, but I don't think you can rely on him uh, your whole season. 17, Drew Locke. I really like Drew Locke. I think he'll do great now. I think the Broncos are really up-and-coming offense, and uh, I'd I'd watch out for Drew Locke this year. I think he'll be a a good steal in the late round. And then Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, I think both these guys are kind of underrated in the league, and – I think they also have a chance to be good quarterbacks and good picks in the late rounds um, that have potential to become your starting quarterbacks later in the year. All right. For for mine, I have 20, Gardner Minshew, 19, Drew Locke, 18, Jared Goff, 17, Kirk Cousins, 16, Baker Mayfield, and 15, Cam Newton. So for me, Gardner Minshew, I think, Basically, because the Jaguars are not going to be good this year, I think he'll be able to get a lot of opportunities to throw the ball late in games, kind of like Jameis Winston last year. Um, so that's that's my reason for him, you know, maybe being able to start a couple games for your for your team. Drew Locke, I also agree. I think that offense could be could be pretty pretty special to watch this year. They got some good pieces, and as we go down, Kirk Cousins, kind of. You know what you were saying about Philip Rivers and and Tannehill run offense uh, makes me a little bit nervous, but he still he can still throw 
the football for sure. Um, so he he could be able to start for you a couple games this year. Cam Newton, I got him at fifteen. Um, I think I think he's gonna surprise some people, especially like the haters. I think he's on he's definitely out to prove something. Um, to, although he doesn't have that many weapons, he he gets you those those rushing yards. So I think that uh, that can help for sure as far as a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, for sure. I I think the I think we had some similar rankings there and. Um, I guess I'll continue here going 14. I'll go 14 through 10 here. Um, 14, I have Tom Brady, 13, Big Ben Roethlisberger, 12, Drew Brees, 11, Josh Allen, and 10, Carson Wentz. Um, just looking at, at those real quick, Tom Brady at 14, probably a little lower than other, you know, experts had him. When I was making this list, I kind of was looking at rankings across different websites from, from different experts. And um, he was probably hovering around 10 average through these. So a little lower than other people had him. But, I mean, although I think he's got a lot more weapons this year than he did in New England, I still don't think he's – you can rely on him um, to put up big numbers in fantasy now these days. Um, but I think he can be a um, a good option as a backup or, you know, if your if you're number one guy gets hurt. Um, 13, Big Ben, me being a big Steelers fan, I think Big Ben will be uh, – have a big bounce back year this year coming off that elbow surgery. I think their offense added a couple of big pieces. Their offensive line is so good. They got a nice young receiving core. Um, I think he'll have a nice back bounce back season in, in fantasy. Uh, 12 Drew Brees, kind of similar to Tom Brady. He's getting up there in age, but Drew Brees still has a bunch of weapons. Michael Thomas, obviously one of the best receivers in the league. Um, good offensive line, great coaching staff, um, great running back. And I think Brees will – just cracks my top 12. So I think Drew Brees could be a starter for a fantasy team this year for sure. Um, and put up good numbers this year. 11, Josh Allen. Uh, we've talked about uh, my thoughts on Josh Allen in previous episodes. I don't think he's the best quarterback. Um, I don't think he, I think he's kind of holding that Bills team back, but in fantasy, you know, I think he's a, he's a solid option because of his ability to run the, run the football. Um a running quarterback in fantasy football is extremely valuable, as we saw what Lamar did last year, getting you know seventy rushing yards, seven points. You know that's more than a passing touchdown, um, which is huge. And I think Josh Allen's ability to scramble and get rushing yards is, is big and could really help out uh, his fantasy value this year. And then at ten, Carson Wentz, I think he'll have a nice bounce back fantasy year. They got into the playoff playoffs last year. Now they added a couple weapons on offense. Um, Jalen Rager in the, in the uh, first round. Got some speed on the outside now. Um, and I think Wentz will have a nice back, back, bounce back here in fantasy. 14 for me. I also have Tom Brady. Then I go at 13, Josh Allen. 12, Daniel Jones, actually. 11, Aaron Rodgers. 10, Matthew Stafford. Brady, I agree, um, isn't going to be huge production every week. But I think with his weapons, he he'll definitely put up points. The 13, Josh Allen, he can run the ball as well, so I think that adds value. Daniel Jones, I think, is going to take a huge step forward this year. Um, he's got Saquon there to help him out, but also he he also runs the football. Um, and he he last year he had a couple couple weeks of over over 30 points as a rookie, so that's pretty promising there. And I think he he's going to take a huge step forward this year, taking care of the ball. And, and overall production, I think, is going to go up. 
11, Aaron Rodgers, 10, Matthew Stafford. Rodgers worries me a little bit just because I don't know. I think he could he could be really, really good this year because he's 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 mad at the organization. He's like he doesn't you know, he doesn't think they should have drafted Jordan Love, or he could be he could tank and it could go the opposite way. I'm not really sure about that. Stafford, I like Stafford a lot. Last year before I think he got injured in, in week ten or so, but he he was really he was really productive. Um, he always throws a lot. You know, the, the lines are down. They're, they're never, you know, competing too much. So that he's going to throw the ball a lot. And he racks up a lot of yards. He got Galladay, um, Galladay there. So I think, I think he's going to be really good if he stays healthy this year. All righty. Um, and cracking into the top 10 now. Um, I'll go nine to nine through six here. And then we'll go the top five one by one. Yeah. Um, number nine, I have Aaron Rodgers. Number eight, Matt Stafford. Seven, Matt Ryan. And six, Kyler Murray. Um, so just uh, thinking about those quick, Aaron Rodgers, like you just said, I think it's it's boomer bust potential for him this year. Um, clearly one of the best quarterbacks in the league still, I think. But that offense is still, I mean, just not a lot of talent around him. Aaron Jones and Devon, I mean Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the league. Aaron Jones, one of the best backs in the league. But other than that, just not not a lot there, um, which really concerns me. Um, like you said, the issues with you know his his uh, rapport with the coaching staff after drafting Jordan Love. You know he's probably a little pissed off. Um, so that would be that would be interesting to see. But I still think he's definitely a solid option in fantasy this year. Um, number eight, Matt Stafford. Um, I'm a huge. I mean, I love this guy. I think he can really sling the rock. He has been a little turnover prone through the, through the years, but I mean that Lions offense is definitely pass first, and he'll put up a lot of yards this year. I think with Galladay and Marvin Jones out there for him, DeAndre Swift now in the backfield, Hawkinson. They got they got a, a potential to be a really good offense this year. Um, and I'm I'm a big fan of Matt Stafford. Uh, Matt Ryan at seven. Um, kind of similar. To, to Stafford, uh, I really like Matt Ryan. I think he can really swing the rock. Um, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, got Todd Gurley in the backfield now. Again, a lot, just a lot of weapons. When I'm thinking about a quarterback, I'm trying to think about the weapons that surround him. Um, it's really about the whole offense rather than just the player himself. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's got a, a good potential for good, to uh, to uh, put up some big points this year in fantasy. And then six, Kyler Murray. Um, I'm again a big fan of Kyler Murray off his rookie year. Um, we talked about last episode, he cracked the NFL top 100. Um, now he's got DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Drake, a lot of nice weapons on offense. Um, and, and we talked about, as I talked about Josh Allen, his rushing ability. I mean, those, those, uh, rushing yards are big in fantasy for a quarterback and he can rack those up as well with his, with his big arm, um, combine the two. And that's a, a nice fantasy quarterback for you. And that's why I have him at six. So. Number nine for me, I have Drew Brees, eight Carson Wentz, seven Matt Ryan, six Kyler Murray as well. Drew Brees, I think, uh, you know, one of his last years in the league, I think they're going to – he's going to continue to be cut loose. Uh, Michael Thomas, the best receiver in the league on his team. They picked up Emmanuel Sanders and Alvin Kamara still coming out of the backfield. He's got a lot of weapons. Saints are going to be good, and he comes in number nine for me. Carson Wentz at eight. I think he 
he's a really good quarterback. He's got a couple weapons, a couple more weapons, like you said. But even so, um, you know, he can produce with his legs as well. He's my number eight. Matt Ryan, seven. Uh, he's got a lot of weapons, as you were saying. I think Calvin Ridley has the potential to have a huge year. Julio Jones, obviously one of the best in the business. Kyler Murray, Christian Kirk. I think uh, his his relationship with Christian Kirk will be will be big this year. Um, and then, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins coming in. I'm sure he's very excited about that. Uh, one of the best receivers in the league and traded to to his team. I think that offense could be could be very very explosive this year, for sure. Um, so getting into our top five, we'll go one by one here. Um, I'll go five and my, uh, Moff will say his. Um, so for my number five, I went with Dak Prescott here. I think uh, Dak is in perfect position for a big breakout year. Um, adding C.D. Lamb in the first round. Amari's still there. One of the best lines in the league. Zeke's still in the backfield. And it's a make or break year for Dak, we know, being franchise tag. And um, I re- I do believe in Dak, and he's a good quarterback. And I think with that offense surrounding him, I think he'll, he'll put up some big numbers. And as we talked about with the several quarterbacks before already, he can also run the ball. And uh, he's a nice threat in the red zone to score some rushing touchdowns this year. So, uh, yeah, Dak number five. Number five for me, I have Deshaun Watson. He loses Hopkins. Um, Brandon Cooks is there, and I think Brandon Cooks will be solid. So is Will Fuller if he stays healthy. But I think he's just – he's going to get a lot, of, a lot of chances to throw the football. And he used his legs too. So that's why he's coming at five for me. Um, number four, I have Lamar. Um coming off a huge year last year uh we all know mvp season um his ability to to run and pass was just amazing last year came out of nowhere uh fantasy wise and he certainly was a league winner for some team for a lot of teams last year um putting up big numbers week after week um this year i still think he'll put up some nice numbers but i just don't think he'll be able to repeat the success he had last year but his ability to run is a, is a common theme with my rankings here um, keeps him keeps him in the top five, um, and Marquise Brown coming back. There's uh still have some nice pieces on offense. They have a good offensive line. Um, so Lamar Jackson think four is probably right about where he'll be this year. Um, in terms of fantasy rankings. Four for me, Dak Prescott. He's got something to prove. You already said a lot, so I'm not going to go into too much more, but I think he, he really wants to, to show the type of player he is this year. It scares me a little bit. Um, Ezekiel Elliott being one of the best backs in the league, they have him there, so obviously he's going to get his touches. But, I mean, they have so many weapons that he's definitely going to going to throw the ball a lot as well. Yeah. Um, number three, I have Deshaun Watson. Um Kind of going off what you said, Deshaun. I mean, I'm I, I really like Deshaun. Um, a little, I'm a little concerned about their offense now this year without uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but I think Deshaun's ability will overcome those deficiencies on offense, and uh, I think it'll put up big numbers again. Um, 
his ability to run the ball as well helps helps out a lot. Um, so we'll see how he can do without DeAndre Hopkins this year, but I, I'm still a believer in him being a top three fantasy quarterback this year. Lamar Jackson is number three for for me. It's kind of similar to what you were saying. It's going to be – I think it's going to be tough for him to, to completely reproduce what he, what he did last year. Um, I think maybe some teams will start to catch on. I mean, they won't be able to catch on to his running. He's just – he's I mean, he's way too good at that, I think. Um, if he doesn't get injured, that is. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Mark Jackson, number three. Um, so then uh, our top two, I'm guessing, is is the same – or the players are at least. Yeah, um, probably. But uh, at number two, I have Russell Wilson. Um, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Easy ranking for me. Um, Tyler Lockett and Metcalf form out wide. A nice committee of backs in the backfield. Um, what's really nice about Russell is his ability to protect the ball. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. Um doesn't get a lot of those negative points for fantasy. Um, and he's certainly going to be going in, in the early rounds of fantasy this year. Um, and I would, I would certainly draft him, draft him high this year. That's why I have him at two. Yeah. He's, he's my two as well. Just how many times have we seen him bring his team back with, with the ball in the air, like throwing it through the air or, I mean, extending plays and getting, you know, 10, 12 yard rushes here moving the chains and then continuing to bring his team back in like late game situations when they're down, they run the ball. Yeah. But he'll, he'll so definitely be a top five quarterback this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, the number one for both of us, I'm guessing Patrick Mahomes, easy, easy ranking. Um, just by far and away the number one fantasy quarterback uh, for this year. As long as he stays healthy, I think he'll put up huge numbers again. I mean, that they're definitely a pass first offense there in Kansas City, and he'll be slinging the slinging the ball around all year long. Um, basically, average. I mean, he's good for about three passing touchdowns a game at least, and uh, I think that'll continue this year. Um, the their weapons are back. Still got an offensive, nice offensive line. Uh, young rookie back who I think will be really good. Um, so yeah, Patty Mahomes number one. Yeah, completely agree with you there. Okay. Now we're gonna we're gonna give you guys a little bit of a, a hot take situation here. So if everything goes right with their season, or like a dark horse candidate to be a top five, top five, top ten ish quarterback, we'll say focus like in the top five. Who who you got that could maybe surprise somebody this year? Um, for me, I kind of touched on him already. He was in my, he was in my top 20. I had him at 17 here and that's Drew Locke, um, on the Broncos. Um, I just love what the Broncos have been doing this off season out of Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. They already have no fan. Um, they have a nice young offensive line, although one of their players just opted out, but I still think, um, Drew Locke, he showed some nice flashes at the end of last year. And I think with that offense around him, Man, he, he could put up some big numbers this year. Um, he has a huge arm. I think they could just be slinging it around. Um, he's also got some nice athleticism uh, going for him. So I think Drew Locke has a, a nice potential to, to put up some big numbers and really surprise some people this year. How about you? So I have – he came in at number 21. 
probably pretty surprising to some, but I have uh, Big Ben. So he was outside my top 20. Um, but I think, you know, he's got a lot of weapons. And if he if he plays the way we know he can play, he could be a top five quarterback. I mean, uh, Juju, you got um, Eric Ebron they signed, drafted Chase Claypool. And I think Deontay Johnson in his second year is going to be going to be a beast. I'll get him. I'll touch on him a little bit later as well. But I think, you know, a lot of people kind of forgot about him and he could, I think he could come back and surprise a lot of people this year. Now we can get into our, um, kind of our bus candidates, cornerback, quarterback wise. Um, so Moff, you can start us off here. Who do you think, uh, has a potential to not live up to their potential this year? Yeah. Um, this is tough. Because I think some of these, some of these ones in the top five, six are are kind of safe, but but I would say Dak Prescott. I like him a lot, but I, I can see I can see it going going south for him. Um, I can see the Cowboys struggling a little bit, and and I think if they if they struggle, then Dak will definitely struggle. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to bounce outside like the top top 20 but maybe he could be around you know 14 15 and i think if that happens the cowboys will struggle a little bit yeah yeah i like i like that that one um for me i kind of touched on it my my prediction would be lamar um although i don't think he'll just completely bust out of top 20 um i think where people are going to draft him um, and their expectations for them, I don't. I think he has the biggest potential to not reach those expectations in terms of where he's going to be drafted this year. Um, people are probably going to be reaching for him in a little bit this year after what he did last year, and I don't, I don't know if we'll be able to match those expectations that people are going to have for him, um, which is why he's my candidate to be a, a bust this year. Let's move on now to the wide receivers. I'll start going 20 through 15, 20, T.Y. Hilton, 19, Calvin Ridley, 18 Cooper Cup, 17 Cortland Sutton, 16 Robert Woods, and 15 AJ Brown. I think for for this group, I think they're all like similar as far as production might go. Um, some some other players have a little bit more potential to boom this year. Um, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, obviously both on the Rams, so that's that's kind of interesting to look at. Who gets more targets? Who who scores more? I mean, Robert Woods uh, will get more carries probably as he has the last couple of years, which which adds some more value. Probably why I put him a little bit higher. Gets more catches too in a PPR. Um, Cooper Cup a little bit more touchdown reliable. Yeah, and AJ Brown at fifteen, second year out of Ole Miss. I think he really will will take a step forward this year. Um, might be. I, mean, I think this is kind of low on on his upside I, f- I feel like he will definitely be be top 15 i think he has potential to to be much higher but i'm starting about at 15 this year yep um for my 20 through 15 here at 20 i have dj moore 19 Devonte parker 18 dk metcalf 17 Cortland sutton 16 cooper cup and 15 calvin ridley um kind of going through these here dj moore 20 uh, I kind of wanted to put him higher. He had a good year last year, but I don't think the Carolina offense is going to be that great this year with Teddy. I think we'll be checking it down a lot to Christian McCaffrey. Um, 19, Devontae Parker. I think if two is a quarterback down there, 
Um, even if Fitzpatrick is for the first couple of games, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick really started slinging it to him towards the end of the year. Um, and Devontae Parker kind of took off and reached a potential that many people thought he would, he would reach uh, early in, earlier in his career. Um, 18 DK Metcalf. I think he's in line for a big season this year. Um, he really started to pick it up at the end of last year. And now he's it's his second year with Russell Wilson. Um, him and Tyler, uh, I mean, Tyler Lock will be taking some, uh, some coverage off of him, uh, leaving him on an island out there. And Metcalf just obviously a beast um, down the field. Great touchdown potential in the red zone. Um, Cortland Sutton, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley. Cortland Sutton, I think, has, as I just said, with Drew Locke's ability, um, I mean, that Denver offense can be really good. And I think Sutton, Sutton showed, his, showed his potential last year. I think he'll continue and have another good, good year this year. Uh, 16 Cooper Cup, um, like you said, him and Robert Woods with the Rams, um, always always threats. Uh, he, he'll get a lot of catches. He's really good in PPR leagues. Um, and Calvin Ridley, um, I think he's going to have a, a, a nice year this year. Matt Ryan, um, certainly a good player, and I think he'll be a, a good wide receiver too this year. All right, 14 down to 10 now. Allen Robinson, 14 for me. 13, Odell Beckham Jr., 12, Adam Thielen, 11, DJ Moore, 10, Juju Smith-Schuster. So Odell for – Odell's kind of dropped. Um, everything I've seen this year, he's going pretty late. Um, I think I think he'll have a better year than he did last year for sure, but they have so many weapons there. And, and if Baker – Baker's not going to struggle like he did last year, I don't think, um, as, struggle as much, but – Still, they got Austin Hooper, Jarvis Landry still there to eat up a bunch of receptions. And then Kareem Hunt, uh, Nick Chubb back there. Kareem Hunt takes up a lot of, of catches out of the backfield. Adam Thielen, I think he'll benefit from, from Stephon Diggs going to Buffalo. But, again, they, they like to run the ball. 11, DJ Moore, I think what he did – I mean, he he had a really really good year last year with Kyle Allen. I think Teddy Bridgewater is an improvement, so I think he he'll have another another big year. And ten, Juju Smith Schuster, disappointing year last year, no doubt about that. But but his quarterback's back, and if he stays healthy, I think these two could really have a really good year. Um, for me, fourteen through ten, I also had Allen Robinson at fourteen, thirteen, AJ Brown, twelve. Um, Adam Thielen, 11, Juju, and 10, uh, Mike Evans. Um, Allen Robinson, I was debating putting him in my top 20 at all, but as more I thought about it, um, he's, I think he might be like one of the only Chicago Bears players kind of worthy of being drafted relatively high this season. Um, he, he'll be force-fed the ball. Definitely Mitch Trubisky's favorite target. Um, I think he'll be a, a good receiver this year. A.J. Brown. As you already touched on, I think he's he's got a, some great potential for this year. Showed showed his ability last year with Tannehill. Um, I think we'll have another another good season. Uh, Twelve, Adam Thielen. Um, I think without Diggs now, um, Thielen will have even some more opportunities to to get some more receptions this year with Cousins, um, and has some has a good opportunity this year in front of him. Um, Eleven, Juju. As you touched on, not you know, kind of a, one of the biggest busts from last year, uh, fantasy wise. But now with Big Ben back at the helm, some added weapons on offense, take some pressure off of him. I think we'll have a, a nice bounce back year. 
and 10 Mike Evans might be a little lower than other people had him, but I think Tom Brady um, doesn't really have the, the deep, the deep ball that he used to. And, and I think Mike Evans kind of their deep threat. And for that reason, I kind of knock him a little bit. I still think he'll be, he'll catch a lot of touchdowns this year, be a nice red zone threat, but he might not put up as many yards and catches as, as people are going to want him to. Um, so yeah, Mike Evans at 10. Number nine for me, I have Mike Evans, eight, Amari Cooper, seven, Kenny Galladay, and six, Chris Godwin. These these Buccaneers wide receivers were, were pretty tough for me to rank just because if last year was just because they benefited from, from Jameis Winston throwing the ball so much, like will, will that change because they're going to probably be in more games early on? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, but I think that had to do with a lot of it, but I still, I mean, these are, they are two really talented guys that are in my top 10. Kenny Galladay. I'm really high on Kenny Galladay. Um, I like Stafford. They have a good connection. Um, he had a really good season last year. And then Amari Cooper at number eight, these other guys like Michael Gallup, uh, CD Lamb will, will definitely, hopefully take some pressure off him um, and and might open some things up for him. We'll see. He's coming out at number eight for me. Number nine, uh, I had Kenny Galladay. Eight, I had Odell Beckham. Uh, seven, Amari Cooper. And six, Julio Jones. Um, like you said, Kenny Galladay, I'm a huge fan of him as well. I think he's one of the most underrated players in this league, definitely one of the most underrated receivers. Um, him and Matt Stafford have a great connection. Uh, OBJ at number eight, um, kind of a little higher than people had him, but I think he'll have a nice year this year now that the Browns shored up that offensive line. Um, although I left Baker off my top 20 quarterbacks, I think he'll have a nice a nice season. And I think that, that Browns team will have a nice year. And I think uh, Odell um, will kind of go back to how he was with the Giants. Um Seven, Amari Cooper. I think he's he's due for a big year, like you said. Uh, I think C.D. Lamb and Gallup will take some take some pressure off him because um, defense will be forced to cover them as well. Amari uh, is one of the best route runners in the league, and uh, I think he's in for a big year along with Dak. And at six, Julio Jones, still one of the best receivers in the league, has been for the past five years. Um, now with Gurley on offense, already had Ridley in my my top twenty here. Um, Julio, not not a lot needs to be said here. Just an absolute beast uh, down the field and in the red zone. And I'm sure I'll put up big numbers again. Yep. So now we get to the top five. My number five is Julio Jones. Um, one thing I, I like about him, he doesn't rely on touchdowns. You know, he'll have big games where he'll put up, uh, you know, in the twenties fantasy points and you know, he won't score. So, you know, it seems like every time he scores, it's just like a bonus on, on a huge day for him. Um, so I think he still he still has it for sure. Yeah. Um, for number, my number five, I had DeAndre Hopkins. Um, first year with the Cardinals, um, Cliff Kingsbury and company. Uh, I think they'll be airing it out a lot down there in, in Phoenix. Um, I think Hopkins is in for a big year. Um we can't we can't know for sure though it's his first year with the Cardinals, um, but I I think he'll 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 do he'll do well, and uh, it's definitely a top five receiver fantasy this year. 
Yeah, my my number four is Hopkins. Um, I think this this whole um, you know COVID nineteen situation not kind of delaying everything. I think that'll that kind of affects uh, Hopkins a little bit. I mean, I could see him being you know top two, definitely top three wide receiver if you know he was able to work out and and go through things normally, like get some get a couple of preseason games in. Um, but I think it might take a little bit of time for for him and, and Kyler Murray to develop some chemistry. So that's why he's he's probably number four for me. Yeah, that's a that's a great point about developing chemistry there for Hopkins. Um but number four, Tyreek I have Tyreek Hill and speaking of chemistry there, I mean Mahomes and Hill's chemistry is off the charts. Um they're third and fifteen playing Super Bowl singing handily, basically willed him back to win that game. Um, and Tyree Kill is just incredible player. Um, his down the field threat and his basically he's he's a threat to score a touchdown every every play of the game with his speed. And um, I, although sometimes he doesn't really put up the big you know eight plus catch games, um, the deep play the the big playability is just too is too much to to look past to to not draft this guy high. Um, as long as Mahomes is healthy, this guy will be putting up big numbers. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is my number three. I'm not even going to add anything to that, so we'll just keep moving on here. Um, my number three, kind of higher than other people had him, I'm sure, but my three was Chris Godwin um, in a PPR league this year. I think Tom Brady will be looking for him a lot um, on those shorter routes. I think he'll instantly step in what kind of filled what Edelman's role was in New England. Um I think it would be a threat to put up eight plus catches a game um, in a PPR league. That's huge. And for that reason, I think Godwin will have a, a nice season uh, for the Buccaneers. All right, moving on. Number two for me, I have Devontae Adams. I mean, he he really produced last year. And Rodgers, I mean, he's basically Rodgers' only target. So um, he's going to get the ball a lot and, and he's going to produce, no doubt about that. Yep, I also have Devontae Adams there and pretty much the same reasoning there. So all right. And then that leaves number one. Both of us have Michael Thomas. Um we don't really need to say much about him. <laughs> he had an incredible year last year. Um he's been great for a couple of years now and I think he's gonna continue to do the same. Although I do want to say say one thing quick. I think for for the wide receivers, as far as like stars go. I think I think it's like there's like six stars, and then that's like a tier one, like a a really good tier one, like Michael Thomas, Devonta Adams, Tyreek Hill, Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Godwin. And then after that, I feel like you know it, you got to wait. You're definitely not first rounders, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean you got to wait a little bit because they're they're like pretty similar. I mean Galladay. Even though you know we both like him, Galladay versus like a a Robert Woods at the end of the year might not be a huge difference. Yeah, um, and like Thielen in there too. So I think those top five or six, I think definitely, um, are are much better in my opinion. Yeah, I completely agree. And even when you're, th- when I'm sure you had the same dilemma when you're making this list. Um, I think the depth is just off the charts. Oh, unbelievable! Yeah. Think when you're thinking about the rookie receivers too added into the mix this year, um, there's a lot of good players that you, you'll be able to grab in the later rounds that um, I think 
have have really good potential to be solid starters by the end of the year. Yeah, speaking of that potential, let's let's give our our wide receiver that we think you know could be be a league winner, could could finish top top five, top ten that no one's really talking about. And for me, I think DK Metcalf. Uh, you know, he was just outside my list, but I think he could be a top five wide receiver if, if everything goes right this year um, with Russell Wilson throwing the ball in year two. I think he could be really special. Yep. I like I like that pick a lot. Um, I know you like you you like my sleeper pick here. Um, he's on my Steelers, uh, Deontay Johnson um, with Big Ben back at the helm now. I mean, Deontay, Char- Deontay Johnson's potential numbers this year could be huge last year led the rookie led um the rookies rookie receivers in the league in receptions and that was with mason rudolph and duck hodges um throwing in the ball um this guy's got a lot of potential as like pretty much a wide receiver too i think will kind of fill the role that juju had when antonio brown was there um kind of getting those targets as the as the defenses are focusing on juju a lot um i think he's got some some nice potential in the PPR league to get a lot of catches uh, each game. So yeah, that's my sleeper. All right. Running backs. Uh, you can start here. Take us from 20. Let's go. All righty. Um, kind of some other receivers. There's a lot of depth in this, in, in this position. Um, so the, the first, the first kind of the 10 through 20 were, were difficult, but um, my 20 through 15 here at 20, I have cam makers. Uh, 19, Todd Gurley, 18, Le'Veon Bell, 17, James Conner, 16, Devin Singletary, and 15, Melvin Gordon. Um, kind of going through these real quick. Cam Akers, rookie. I think he's got a lot of uh, a lot of potential to be really good with the Rams. Now Todd Gurley's gone. He'll get a lot of touches, I think, and I really liked him in Florida State, and I thought it was a great pick from the Rams. 19, Todd Gurley uh, with the Falcons. Um, he's certainly not what he used to be, uh, but I still think he can be a solid RB2 um, on a fantasy team. Uh, Le'Veon Bell without Robbie Anderson now Darnold's going to be looking for him a lot I think out of the backfield um, he'll probably be getting a lot of touches running the ball um, so just thinking in terms of get, you know mass touches I think Le'Veon Bell will be getting a lot of those uh, which helps his, his uh, chances to be a good back this year 17 James Conner I think he'll have a bounce back year with Big Ben back it's a common theme for all these Steelers players on offense um 16 Devin Singletary really like this 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 guy um, big uh, PPR chances to have a good year because of how many how much he, he's kind of a big third down back um, and I, I like him this year and 15 Melvin Gordon first year in Denver um, with that whole offense um, I think he's, he's got a good chance to be a really good running back this year and maybe go up to an RB1 um, so we'll see 20 for me, Le'Veon Bell, 19, James Conner, 18, David Johnson, 17, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, and at 15, Chris Carson. Won't go into too much detail here, but a lot of these guys are, are injury prone. Um, so a lot of their success, I think, will depend on if they're healthy. Um, but, you know, also like Chris Carson at 15, He's definitely the lead back to start out the season, um, but they have some other pieces. Carlos Hyde, Rashad Penny's probably going to be hurt to start the year. Uh, might be on the pub list, but with him, it's a little bit injury, but like, can he take care of the football? I think he had 
I want to say seven fumbles last year. Yeah. It was something crazy. Yeah. And but they still they still fed him fed him the ball. So I think that's that's promising um for for Chris Carson there. Yeah. For me, fourteen through ten here, a fourteen Austin Eckler, thirteen Kenny Drake, twelve Aaron Jones, eleven Josh Jacobs, and ten Joe Mixon. Um looking at these real quick, Austin Eckler, um kind of the clear number one back in with the Chargers now. Now Melvin Gordon's gone. Put up huge numbers last year. Probably won't be able to repeat that, but I still like his chances no matter who's playing quarterback. Um, 13, Kenyon Drake, kind of a real sleeper for me um, with the Cardinals. Had a pretty good season last year, even with, with uh, Kyle's first year and being traded kind of midseason from the Dolphins. I think he'll have a good year. 12, Aaron Jones. Um, not the biggest threat out of the backfield, um, getting those receptions in PPR leagues, but was just a beast in the red zone getting touchdowns last year, and I think he'll continue that. Um, 11, Josh Jacobs had a really good rookie year last year. Don't like Aaron, like Aaron Jones. Don't think he'll be able to repeat that success last year from last year, but I still think he's a solid option. Um, and then Joe Mixon, he's been, he's been rated really high by some experts. I don't know if he'll be able to match that, those rankings, but, um, I think with Joe Burrow and T Higgins and AJ, AJ Green, this offense has some potential. And I think Joe Mixon could feed off of that and have a good year, but not as high as I think people were ranking him. 14 for me, I have Kenyon Drake, 13, Nick Chubb, 12, Aaron Jones, 11, Clyde Bertolaire, and 10, Josh Jacobs. I probably have Nick Chubb um, much lower than in a lot of other people. I, I think with Kareem Hunt there, I think he takes a lot away from, from Chubb. Um, I think there's some stat, like last year when Kareem Hunt played, I think he he outscored him in – in the majority of the weeks that, that they both played together, which is probably not a good sign for, for Nick Chubb. Um, and Clyde edwards Alaire, uh, he's, he's going up. His stock is going up a lot since Damian Williams opted out. Um, people talk about him as a, as a first-round pick, which I think he definitely has that potential. But personally, I don't know if I can rely on a rookie who's going to have played zero preseason games and is behind to to be my first overall pick in, in a draft. Going now nine through six here for me. Number nine, I have Miles Sanders, eight, Derrick Henry, seven, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and six, Nick Chubb. Um, so starting off Miles Sanders, um, he'll be the clear number one back in Philly now. And his ability in the pass game and on the ground is is outstanding. And I think in a PPR league, he, he's going to be really good and uh, has a nice RB1 potential. Eight, Derrick Henry. Um, I might have him a little lower than other people just because I'm kind of concerned about his inability to kind of help help that offense out of the backfield uh, catching the ball. Um, but his production on the ground is, is uh, undeniable. He'll be scoring touchdowns week in, week out in the red zone. They'll be pounding the rock with him. Um, so yeah, Derrick Henry eight seven. Clyde Edwards Lair, you just touched on him. Um, I I love this guy. I think now that Damian Williams opted out, increases his his value even more. Um, he was my RB one in the draft, and I think the I was really glad to see Kansas City draft him first over some of those other guys. I think he's going to be outstanding with Patrick Mahomes and company. Six Nick Chubb. Um, I, I'm really a fan of Nick Chubb, but as you said, I am concerned with Kareem Hunt being there. 
um, kind of taken away from his production. But I still think Chubb will have an outstanding year with his new coaching staff, and they'll feed him even a little more than he than he was uh, than he was before. So, yeah. All right, nine for me. I also have Miles Sanders, eight Austin Eckler, seven Joe Mixon, and six Dalvin Cook. Miles Sanders, I think he's gonna he's gonna have a really good year, really good year this year, um, in Philadelphia. Austin Eckler at eight. Have you have you seen the the videos of him working out? He looks like an animal. Yeah, he looks like a little muscle hamster. Yeah, um, for sure. I think uh, he'll definitely have another good year. I mean, I don't think he'll be able to repeat what he did last year because that was that was incredible. But no Melvin Gordon, so he'll definitely he'll definitely have uh, some more opportunity there. Um, seven Joe Mixon came on strong late last year. I'm looking for him to do some of the same, but started early on this year. And Dalvin Cook, six. Not a huge Dalvin Cook guy, but, I mean, still top six. I, th- I think he can get mm-hmm. you a lot of production, um, assuming he, he plays this year. Yeah. Um, now into the top five we go. Um, my number five, Alvin Kamara, New Orleans Saints. Um, didn't really perform to the level he was expected to last year. Um, was drafted really high in a lot of drafts, um, but kind of was just kind of average. Um, but I think this year I'll have a nice bounce back year um, and put up some big numbers with the Saints. Drew Brees, I think, will be looking to him a lot out of the backfield. Um, Kamara's going to be a nice threat in PPR. Um, so, yeah, Kamara at five. My five is Derrick Henry. Kind of kind of scares me that there's, like, no way he can repeat what he did last year. Um as far as like efficiency and stuff like that, but uh, I, th- I still think he's he's just a beast, um, hard to tackle, mm-hmm. good running back still. Yeah. Um, for me, number four, Ezekiel Elliott. <clears throat> as we touched on um, with the quarterback and receiver rankings, the Dallas offense is going to be loaded this year, and I just expect Ezekiel Elliott to be a um, beneficiary of that. Um, and have yet another good season. Um, I think he's one of the safer picks and has been one of the safer running back picks the past couple of years. Um, it's almost a guaranteed 15 to 20 points every time he, he, he plays. Um, so, yeah. Four for me, Alvin Kamara. You know, the, the reports coming out, he played last year all injured. Um, so that was uh, apparently the reason that he wasn't as productive last year. So So we'll see. We'll find out. They have Latavius Murray there, which I think he's him. He's going to be be a solid pick this year too. I think in the later rounds, just because he still gets production. But um, yeah, it's probably why he's uh, Kamara's not a little bit higher. But um, yeah, number four for me, Alvin Kamara. Uh, for number number three for me, Dalvin Cook. I'm a really big fan of Dalvin. Um, I think he's going to have a great year this year as long as he stays healthy. But injury concerns are are probably my biggest issue with Dalvin and uh, would certainly be the number one concern when drafting him. Uh, but if this guy stays healthy, he's one of the best backs in the league. Um, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield is huge. And uh, he's a threat to score every time he touches the ball. Um, so, yeah, I, I love Dalvin in the top three this year, and I think he'll have a great year. Three for me, Ezekiel Elliott. I think, you know, most, most people definitely have him in the top five. Uh, I think – you know, he's three for me just because um, he said that offense is going to be really good. And, and I think, you know, 
along the goal line, I think he'll, he'll still be the guy to get all the touches. Um, number two for me, Saquon Barkley. Um, talent's undeniable there. This guy is a beast. And I think in his, uh, with Daniel Jones' second year at the helm, Saquon will continue to get better as Daniel Jones gets better. Um, hopefully they throw him, a little, throw him the ball a little bit more out of the backfield this year. Um, he'll certainly be fed the ball plenty, I think, um, as he's by far and away the best player on that team. Um, and I think just the sheer amount of touches he'll get is worthy of a number two ranking in fantasy this year. Yeah, Saquon, number two for me as well. So McCaffrey's our number one. No real, no real surprise there. But I think between those two, I, I don't know. I don't think you can really go wrong um, with either one, to be honest, because mm-hmm. McCaffrey – you know, there might be some concern that he can do what he did last year. I mean, so, I mean, one, two, either way, I think, I mean, I'd be, I'd be happy with either one. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm a bit concerned about McCaffrey this year. I also have number one, like you said, um, but I think the, the Panthers um, kind of surrounding cast this year just isn't very good. And, but just kind of similar with Saquon, there's a sheer amount of touches you get worthy of a number one pick because he's just going to be the focus of that offense. So, All right. Now, your dark horse running back, if everything goes right, who do you think could really surprise people this year? Um, I want to say two here. I kind of already mentioned my one, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think he's going to be really good this year. I had him at seven, so I don't even know if that's considered a sleeper. But I think he has a chance to be you know, one of the top running backs in fantasy this year. Um, and then a bigger sleeper, one that I didn't even have my top 20, uh, would be DeAndre Swift uh, of the Lions, rookie out of Georgia. I really like this guy. Um, they still have um, – shoot, what's his name? Adam uh, Auburn. Carry on Johnson. I really like Carry on Johnson too, but DeAndre Swift is just a really prolific pass catcher. All right, one guy maybe you want to you're, – you're worried about in the top five, six, seven that that you think could could really have a have a bust a bust year? Um for me, I'm gonna go with my number eight, and that'd be Derrick Henry. Um just you kind of touched on it. I'm concerned about him not being able to repeat what he did last year. Um and that I said it as well is just the the lack of pass catching for him really concerns me um, because if he's not having a good day running the ball, that's, I mean, his day's pretty much chalked um, and he, he might go below 10 points. So Derrick Henry certainly has, I think a potential to not be as, as uh, not have a good a season as he did last year and not live up to some of these rankings. Yeah. For me, I have, I think Joe Mixon. I can score anytime he touches the ball. Um, and with Matt Stafford, I think Matt Stafford will really like him. Um, so, yeah, DeAndre Swift there is the big sleeper. Yeah, I was watching an interview today with Matt Patricia, and they're, they're really high on, on Swift. They yeah. said Matt Stafford was really excited, and they think he can be, he can be big for them. Yeah. My, my running back, I'm, I'm also going with a rookie. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor on the Colts <laughs> just because, if, I mean, if everything goes right, he'll, he'll take over the starting role like for good the clear number one in that backfield a couple weeks in and then running behind that O-line with his, his skill set, I think he could be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, 
top five potential if if everything goes right. I really believe that. So that's yeah, why I, like I have I him there. Unless you get a close up, like a close running back two with him, I'd be worried just having him as my lead back. I think too many things can go wrong with with young young quarterback. Um, the team's yeah. not team's not great yet. Um, so I think he could definitely drop drop out of the top fifteen for sure. Yeah. All right, that uh that wraps up our our rankings. Now we're gonna touch on just a couple other sleepers um that maybe you can pick up in the late rounds that that'll help you that will get that will give you production. And then after that, just a couple guys that you might want to stay away from. So any any other sleepers for us, Mark? Um, for me, we didn't rank tight ends today, but, um, thinking about a tight end who might not, I mean, there's that clear gap with there's Ertz, Kelsey and Kittle. Um, and then there's, there's a gap, um, but after them, um, but in terms of a really solid tight end, I'd be looking for this year would be, uh, Austin Hooper on the Browns. I think he's going to be really good with the Browns this year. Baker targeted, uh, Njuku a lot when he was there with the Browns and Njuku just didn't really pan out there. But I think Austin Hooper always was solid for Matt Ryan down in Atlanta. I think we'll have a, a really good year with Cleveland um, and Baker. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you there. For me, you already talked about Deontay Johnson, but he was on my list. I think he, he has potential to, to really have a great year and emerge there as a clear wide receiver too um, in fantasy football. Justin Jackson as well. Um He's he's right up there with with Austin Eckler in the backfield. Um, Eckler obviously the clear number one, but if something happens to him, or I mean, even uh, he'll still catch passes and he'll get his fair share of of downs. So I think a couple of those guys will will be emerging. Yep, I like those picks as well. Oh, someone else. Uh, not he kind of had a disappointing rookie year, um, but last year David Montgomery, he's going mm-hmm. late. Yeah. Um, so, and I think he's going to be. It's only him and Terry Cohen, pretty much, in in the backfield in Chicago. So, that's a guy that his workload should be should be big. Um, yeah. And if he can produce, he's going to be he's going to be really good. I think. Yeah. All right. Anyone that you're you're staying away from, or like, um, especially at at like where they're getting drafted. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but if if there's a guy that you know, you, you might like later on, but at, like at the position, at his ADP, you know, you just don't like him. Yeah. Um, I think so, I think uh, thinking about maybe someone like Enkil Harry of uh, the Patriots, even though he's not even ranked that high, I think some people are going to target him in the mid-rounds because they're going to think he's uh, for sure, he's going to be a for sure target for Cam and he'll get a lot of uh, targets, but um, he didn't really show show me a lot last year, and uh, although he was a first round pick, I don't know if he'll be able to pan out with Cam. Um, if he didn't pan out with Tom Brady, so um, I I wouldn't draft Keel Henry in the late rounds or Keel Harry in the late rounds. Um, so yeah, I'd stay away from him. One one guy that kind of jumps out to me is Allen Robinson, because I for per, me personally, I would I'd rather wait wait a little bit longer and get 
uh, you know, Calvin Ridley or Cortland Sutton, somebody ranked below him uh, by like most uh, most sites or or something. Um, yeah. I mean, even like Keenan Allen and guys like T.Y. Hilton, like that you can really wait on. Um, I think you get more value uh, at the spot than than picking Al Robinson in the third round, for example. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that that Bears that whole Bears offense is just kind of a disaster. Um, and I, like you said, I'd be concerned drafting Al Robinson, even though we both ranked him in our top twenty. It's it's a little risky taking him. What's your risky as the quarterback? Yeah, I completely agree. All right, I think that that wraps uh, up this episode. Um, thanks for thanks for listening, everyone. Um, go check us out on Twitter at YGLS Podcast. You gotta love support podcast. Um, we're new to the Twitter world, so so go give us a follow there. Keep up with our new information. It was a good episode today. Thanks for listening along. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time.